0: What is good, agency owners, this is Jordan Ross, founder of Eight Figure Agency, where we make it possible for you to build a thriving eight-figure practice without needing you in the operation, needing you in the business, and one that could grow and just fucking dominate. Today, we have a dear friend of mine, an old client of mine, someone who I deeply respect and admire, Jordan Lee, founder of FE Growth Partner, one of the biggest success stories um, of Eight Figure Agency in 2022. And- if you don't follow this guy on Twitter and know his journey, you're gonna to want to after this conversation. So, Jordan, for everyone that does not know you, know who you are, who's Jordan Lee? What's FE Growth Partner?
1: Thank you for the introduction, brother. Um pleasure to be here. And you know, I have a huge amount of gratitude for Eight F and yourself of helping us on our journey to 2 eight figures. We aren't there yet, but we are we're coming close. So the pathway is clear and it is written in the stars. But yeah. Our journey has been quite a rapid growth. Obviously, I've partnered with a goat straight line ad, which obviously helps the journey a lot. My background is I grew an edtech company. So I was on the employer side. I grew that from two to 10 million ARR, which in the edtech space is you know pretty big on the multiple. And we had about 150 team members at the time when I departed. We went through a, another round of investment. It was my time to go. I'd already overstayed my welcome, to be honest, and it was a great journey. I learned a lot in terms of, you know, growing a business, to people management, stuff like that. I was the managing director of the company. And I set up Effie Growth Partner because I saw a gap within our market and just the market in general. I'd been a small business owner and small businesses, you know, are below 200 employees, even though that is quite a big business for a lot of people in the agency space. Like you'll know you were you were at Amazon. You know, it's a massive business. It's a conglomerate. But small business owners, from what I saw of running a small business, being a director and part owner of a small business and also networking with a lot of small businesses, they kind of found it hard to work you know, with agencies in a traditional way of just doing maybe one service or maybe a full service and a kind of pick and mix approach. And like I wasn't really getting what I wanted out of it. The kind of agencies weren't getting what they wanted out of it. And i seen more of a partnership approach. And I grew our business through a lot of partnerships, hence the name, um, FE Growth Partner. And that was kind of where the inception of the business come from. Of I love working in partnerships. I call our business, you know, like the, the brotherhood. We work with a lot of different people. I think there's nothing better than growing a business with people who you enjoy and love working with. And if your goals align if you're incentivized on the same way and your goals align you'll work with a business for a long period of time you know in our last business who partnerships with like microsoft you know not just super big organizations but very strategic organizations as well and that rapidly increased the revenue of our business you know we partnered with the adecco group one of the largest recruitment agencies in the world we delivered the uk census we could have never won that project by ourselves but by aligning a partnership we were able to win that so i set up our business to do the same I restructured the model, sold the, the model as a, as a partner for growing their revenue, and very shortly realized, you know, and like all like good business owners, your business is really only as good as the talent that you have inside. So I partnered with Jacob, a plus plus team player. And since then, we've been building out the, the talent and the infrastructure. By nature, I'm a sales, business development, business growth executive, and Jacob is a marketeer as everyone knows, where our strengths aren't as individuals is on operations. And as a growth partner, it's a service-based business. So we re- recognized very quickly that we needed expert advice and guidance. And that's really where you know the relationship with ADF started.
0: That's a great segue. So first, thank you so much for the intro. And it's always so cool to hear your journey. You're one of the few clients that's actually like a peer of mine, right? Most of the clients are like Jacob. They're like, up twenty five or younger, and then we get clients that are mid thirties or forties, so i it's rare that I actually have a peer that's within like a year or two of my age so it' it was really cool when you came in, I have it pulled up. you came in first call april fifth twenty twenty two goal for the year is to finish so what the goals were three new clients a month, yeah and be able to hit two hundred k per month, which By year end, which you didn't hit in December, but you might hit it this month or next, right? So coming into ADEP, give a high-level overview, right? You were startup, right? You guys were starting from the ground up, like a month or two in business. You had like two clients, like 20K a month. What were all the gaps that you just didn't know that you had? And then what were some of those initial systems and structures that we put down that allowed us to grow from there?
1: Jacob and I are very ambitious by nature and sometimes you can bite off more than you can chew on if if you're ambitious we're doing a lot for our partners because it's what our partners required but we needed to build out a systematized approach to do that and actually when I look back on the the goal of the of a revenue target it was it was a bit of a vanity metric just something to hang the hat on so I suppose probably one of the Earliest things that we recognised is that revenue target was probably a little bit out, and once we got into the service delivery, we recognised we didn't want or need to grow the business in the same way of which we had planned at the start. Okay, so I'll just expand on, on that a little bit further. So as you can see, you know it's a couple of hundred k a month, and um, to that, that would be more of a horizontal scaling, you know, which is a regular growth in terms of a linear way. Whereas what we've actually achieved with our clients is less clients, but we work with them in a more vertical way. So some of our largest clients are at 20K a month plus performance because we've built out some of the infrastructure in our business, like SDRs, et cetera, to be able to achieve that. And if we had brought on as many clients as what we initially thought, we wouldn't have enjoyed and loved building the business how we've done it. So, you know, like, like you said, we were at about 150 K, a bit higher in terms of dollars last month. We probably hit the 200 K mark this month. So the revenues are around about the same. But I think the difference from what we've, what we had initially projected to what we've done is the business is more enjoyable because there's less clients. So it's, it's more profitable.
0: Yeah. High profit, less clients.
1: Yeah, high profit, less clients, but we've also built out a management team. So to actually achieve your goals, like I said at the start, you really do need these, those 18 players and you need to understand how the business is structured to be able to put the people in the right seats to get to the right place. And so I think, you know, 8F leveled also in a different way of looking at the business, because with all goodwill in the world, when you're an entrepreneur going from, you know, the start, and I think actually when I <laughs> decided to work with 8F, is when Jacob and I were actually only forming the partnership. I think I signed up. It was before- free,
0: Jacob. Jacob actually referred you. And then he's like, I actually think I'm going to become a partner in this. <laughs> yeah,
1: we both joined the cause, kind of. A, yeah, so, you know, it, it was in its infancy, you know, and I was making a bit of cash. And obviously, from, from the last business, I had a, a good reputation within the industry that I'm in. So I was able to make, you know, 20K by yourself, which, you know, is, a, is, a, is an okay living. But that's not how you grow enterprise value of an organization, yeah. next value. So what we've done in the period of time, you know, and that's why I'm saying, the, the revenue metric is, a, miles, is, is Jimmy, it's a metric to measure. The EBITDA is a metric to measure, but also we need to measure other fundamental things that are important in the business, like contract value, length of contracts. The management team, if you were to remove me and Jacob, does the business still run? And, you know, we've achieved that. And 8F was definitely the catalyst in allowing us to make that happen. And you also then have to put in the work as well. And I think all successful entrepreneurs take 100% accountability and responsibility for the things that they do. And Jacob and I do that. You do that. And where a lot of people do you mean, go wrong with coaches and experts working with the likes of 8F and then you know people who work with us when we... Because our business you know, is a done-for-you service, but of course, we need to consult on things too. You know, we need to do certain things so that it's a partnership model. If someone doesn't take your advice and guidance, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. So, you know, for me, if you invest in coaching and mentorship, you know, you listen and implement to the best that you can because you're you're paying for that advice and that coach from that expert. You know, and I think, for example, from ADF, there's enough evidence, case study, testimonials that you know it works so you just kind of have to put in the work as well so um, so let's let's jump in right here right here
0: this is jordan ross booking meetings at scale month over month is hard over the last 3 years i've been accumulating the best hacks my clients have been using to set appointments for their 7 and 8 figure businesses I've taken all of these systems and now my agency, eight-figure agency, books 60 to 85 meetings a month. That's 15 meetings a week on average, which has supercharged my agency past the million-dollar run rate. I wanna help simplify lead generation for your agency, so I made a free training on how I do this. Yep, that's right. I'm giving away the entire system for free. If you want to set 85 appointments a month, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads to get your free train today. That's eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads. Our first three, I'm scrolling through what some of the actions, what what do we actually do in the first three months? I want to read a few things because I think this will blow your fucking mind real quick. Build out your internal operating process. So like the workflow. Map your current or chart, future org chart, research, hiring a CEO. Hire. make an offer to Alex, identify your capacity, your profit over the next three to six months, phase, identify your onboarding plan for Alex, set up recurring time blocks to update goals, and then KPIs, and then I think you call it, what do you guys call that? You call it something specific to you. Uh, the, top the top two, yeah, Build. so we built the top two identify the current customer journey to maximize LTV, build a laundry list of SOPs that need to be made, hire a VA. So this is all first two months. Everything yeah. I just said, this is our first two months. So in the first two months, like what was probably the most pivotal of all those things that I just said that really kept momentum going? Because when we met you, right, 20K a month as a freelancer and as a solopreneur, that's good. But then you went from 20K, it's not even going to be 12 fucking months. It will be 10 months. And I had my timeline all fucked up. In 10 months, you guys will go from 20K to 200K in recurring revenue, fully exit operations. So this is actually one of the fastest growths I've seen. What in the foundation, like what's like the one or two things that I just said that actually led to that massive scale over the next six months from there?
1: So you call it the 411. We bastardized it and call it the top two. And the, like how painters learn, you learn from the best, you do exactly what they do, and then you put your own spin on it and find out what works for you. So your 411, we reverse, we reverse, we tra- change that into the top two. And that's been our North Star. It took a lot of advice from high-level entrepreneurs who built and sold businesses. And as an entrepreneur, you're always limited on time and resources. So being able to focus on those big things that move the business forward is key as an entrepreneur. And you're not backward in coming forward and keeping us accountable, which, you know, because Jacob and I are both driven entrepreneurs there's not many people you know like you said alongside or slightly above who can give us that critical advice and we can take it from because they they've been on the journey that we've been on there's less people so you giving us that structure and us reverse engineering the goals and then keeping accountable and really questioning each other on those things has driven the business forward more than anything else because there's only so many hours in a day. So it's what's the 20% that gives you 80% of the returns. So I think the, the 411, which we've adopted to the top two, has been key. We actually use that in all of our partners' businesses as well. Yeah. That, that's worked very well. You know? so, I love somehow, that. They've just raised, you know, one of our partners just raised a million. They're about 4 million now. They'll get to 10 million within the, the next year or, or, or 18 months. They'll go towards a financial event. They've changed it into the big two. You know, the so. big
0: two. Yeah. So, it's, it's the same process. You know What I've been writing down as we're going through this, right? You had a really good offer and you figured out how to maximize LTV. We built the roadmap. We hired a key team member. And then we figured out how to reverse engineer success, which put a lot of the ownership on you. And you didn't necessarily need all that consultating because you knew what you needed to focus on because you were backing away into it. And we built a process around it. From there, we started to figure out hiring and sourcing talent and then really managing so what i have here we did future org chart sourcing talent onboarding talent then we started talking about the standard work checklist which you guys might not call it right we have blaze leveraging that jaco managing blaze using a standard work checklist aar making sure our team members are executing and improving and i remember this this is i'm going i'm in july and yeah. august right now of 2022 from after you figure out 401 what were the next steps around team member execution for one auditing that we built that allowed you and Jacob to kind of take that next step with the team
1: you have to hire team members to run a business you know you're not really a business owner unless you have a team you can't do it by yourself you need talent a team talent will drive the business forward more than anything else we run a mastermind uh, with some very high level entrepreneurs in and they had actually said, you know, we kicked it off today and um, for the new year. They said, you know, looking back, what's the biggest thing that you've learned in growing FE Growth Partner? And we said, hire A-team talent. And the hiring of talent is so important. Also, the onboarding, we do have standard work checklists in place. We also have very stringent performance management as well, because Jacob and I are nice guys. We're nice people. And people can take a lend of that. So our COO who we hired, you know, he's 50 plus. He's a veteran COO you know, he, he performance manages well, you know, and not just performance managers and non-performance, he also performance managers, the A team to take them to the next level too. So I think hiring talent. And if I could go back, I would pay more earlier than what I paid. And, you know, I would rather one good person and pay double the amount than two mediocre people. So I think, you know, you've got to put your hand in your pocket for A team talent and you have to hire the quicker you can hire. And obviously, we had the luxury because we are on repeatable revenue with growth, with contracted. So we could see in our P&L what we can afford to bring on for the next month and remain at the profit margins of which we wanted to do.
0: As we go through this, it's crazy how fucking fast you guys scaled. And there weren't that many steps. There weren't that many steps. And the thing that left when you guys found your managing director and your COO, like, and I want to emphasize this for you guys yep. listening. Jordan just said it. The first COO hire, I don't say, it wasn't a failure. It just wasn't someone who was actually ready to be a COO. Sure. Obviously, we we're kind of talking about that here. But when you guys actually found someone that could step in, like I told you guys in November, guys, ADF might not be necessary anymore because we built everything we need built. You guys have the people in-house now, which is a massive success. And I remember telling you, like, guys, we're good. We're fucking good. This is perfect. And I think outside of top two, outside of KPIs, onboarding, hiring, it was hiring Veteran person and paying them what they're worth, which enabled you guys to go from 100K, 150, 120K to like 150, 200
1: in like three
0: months. So yeah. that's it amazing.
1: Made, it makes you money hiring the right people as well. Like I remember when in our last business, we had a project manager for 10K a month. And she just on one deal, she made me an extra 300K on a project that we would have lost because we wouldn't have delivered. She put it in line and we're like, these guys are way outside the scope. We need to charge them more. So, you know, the right talent will make you money. And I think, you know, the value that I, we get off working with 8F and have received from working with 8F, you know, you guys genuinely have the best interest at heart. And, you know, obviously, if you guys help with operations, we're more than that, but operations is you at your core, you know, you pushed us to make the hires as, in the COOs, in the project support, et cetera, to grow our business. And I think that's very important when choosing a mentor a coach and stuff like that, is do they really have your best interests at heart? And I never felt like ADF were just you know, working with us just for the, the, the money from us. You know, I've, I genuinely felt like you guys are and, and still are great partners.
0: Yeah, I mean, so great. I was like, hey guys, I don't think you need us anymore, right? So Jordan, I don't want to spend too much more of your time one of the fastest growing agencies we worked with in 2022, in less than 12 months, going from 20K to 200K. I didn't realize that was actually timeline. I had the timeline like longer than that. So you're actually way more successful than I gave you credit for. For agency owners and founders that want to get in touch with you, you guys are now teaching how to become what you're calling a growth partner. It's basically my perception. It's, it's a full service agency with some consulting too. So it's a unique angle. You're teaching people how to do this. Where can they find you? Where can they get in touch with you? Where can they learn more about you?
1: Yeah, so Jacob and I are are both on Twitter, straight line ad. I think most people might follow Jacob already. I'm at Jordan Lake Growth. I think, you know, the the growth partner model lends itself to people who are serious about business. You know, it does take some elements of a more rounded solution, but the value of it is you can genuinely become one of one within the industry. I think that's very hard in a competing market where any 17-year-old can send cold emails and has read the Alex and Mosey 100 mil offers and that puts a challenge to real people but the people who we've worked with you know who have real skills and who want to grow real businesses i think it's the best model to genuinely grow your revenue and you're seeing the likes of how you operate you offer it with us as a partnership you know wiz is doing partnerships brian does a partnership with sam ovens you're seeing the greats move towards it already because it's the only way you can run a service-based business without wanting to you know without wanting to jump out the window
0: yeah, I think the partnership model, that's how we frame it, right? Where you're not hiring a consultant, you're hiring an outsourced executive and outsourced partner sure. in your business. The thing I loved about you guys, and I'll wrap this up, was I remember this conversation. You guys are a full service agency, plus the consulting, plus all the advice that you're giving. And it was figuring out how do we quickly scale a full service agency from scratch with the right talent where we still don't compromise our values. And you guys, I think, Probably from an operational perspective, you were in the top two. You guys and Dylan Ender. Dylan Ender had a massive sale. We're like the biggest success is a 2022, fucking crushing it, which is a testament to you. So, Jordan, I want to acknowledge you. I want to thank you. You are a growing goat. Grateful that we have the opportunity to collab per usual and per always. And, um, dude, have a wonderful evening. I can see it's obviously to late.
1: Thank you. Time. Thanks for the AF team. Yeah,